Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Here we go, behind the gates. Welcome back. I'm live at Kembla Grange. I'm trackside. A little bit of shower activity, but looking forward to this meeting. It is the gong, and uh, it's going to be a cracker. I'm joined in our Sky Sports Radio van by Darren Flindell. Welcome back, great man. Welcome back to Behind the Gates. Um, <laughs> gee, don't fall yeah. over there. Uh, he's leaned, but he's leant back in the chair, folks, and it didn't. Oh. It didn't grab as you thought it would, Darren. You nearly went over there. Oh, Good morning. I went right back like a flatbed in business class. <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening to you giving me a bake as I was driving in. Uh, <laughs> what was going on at the gate? Oh. <laughs> He says, uh, what are you doing? I said, I'm working here. Didn't go into any details. All right, go over the track and turn left. I said, oh, no, 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 I have to go over there. Uh, no, no, everyone goes there. No, no, no. Sky Channel, Sky Channel. Then he's made radio calls on his two-way and eventually permission was granted to come and park in the regular car park, which is pretty empty uh, at the I, moment. It's a bit early. I slipped him a 50. I said, when you see a bloke, uh, <laughs> you know, this Darren Flindell guy coming, just, just give him a hard time, will you? <laughs> now it's all starting to make sense. <laughs> so right. everything's okay. You've dodged security. You've made it inside. Welcome. Welcome to Kemble. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good holiday? Good break? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that was Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Nearly left Vegas in a body bag. <laughs> Outstanding. But then made the smart move of returning via Fiji. First time I've been there in Bula. It Lovely was, country. Yeah, yeah outstanding, fantastic. mate. Well, you're looking refreshed. Um, no doubt looking forward to calling this meeting again. It's become a highlight, hasn't it, back into mm. the, the carnival, these races. We get to go to Newcastle. We get to come down to Kembla Grange. It's good. Horrible uh, with the weather here. It looks like this is just uh, set in for the day, isn't it? The dreary mm. weather, and that sort of that takes the atmosphere out of it. Having the big crowd uh, out the front, uh, so that that's a, a bit of a shame. But it's a good quality meeting, and oh, doing the. I got up a little bit earlier than usual this morning, and I'm just finalising these tips. And every time I'm about, I'm typing it in the system, and now oh, another one's come out. Right, more adjustments, more adjustments. No, no. But fortunately, the ones I really like today, they're all still running. Well, that's good to hear, mate. Uh, look forward to getting your thoughts. It is a shame about the weather, but hey, there's ten winners there to find, and we're going to find them. Um, you didn't miss much. We missed you while you were away, but you didn't miss much on here. Uh, although Davidson had a few moments. Uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> Last week, I don't know where his head was at. Uh, he, he went. He's a dugong lover. He was telling us about the snakes, and it went. It was snakes. a really long story. He's had a few snakes in his home, and oh dear. anyway, I'll bring you up to speed soon. Uh, yeah, let's the radio recession wasn't too good in Fiji. <laughs> I didn't think it would be. Uh, you can listen via the app, you know. Brad Davidson, welcome back to behind the behind the gates, buddy. Morning, Luke. Morning, Darren. I heard the. I uh, just spoke to that security guard at the front gate. He said uh, Darren actually trotted out those famous six words. Don't you know who I am? So, <laughs> but, uh, no, good to see you got through security okay there, Darren. And welcome back after a couple of weeks away. Um, gee, uh, unless he's not here with us today, he's not going to be happy with you. The uh, last introduction again today, but. Uh, no, good. Uh, I've got to give you a little bit of a shout out, Lukey. I mean, Ted Inkham out there calling last night at at, uh, at Canterbury. I wake up this morning, you look nice and bright out there doing a, mm. a video record from Kembla Grange. I don't know how many hours sleep you, you're working on, but uh, you've got to be the hardest working person in Sky at the moment. So well done. Yeah. I asked him the same question uh, when I arrived. How much sleep have you actually got? <laughs> you know what? I feel fresh as a daisy, boys. 
good as gold. I've got a few hours. That's all I need. Well, that's the benefit of youth. Oh, exactly. I remember your age. I was like that as well. Invincible. Yeah, you yeah. just keep rolling, Darren. You just, know how it is. Yeah, you just survive on you know, fresh air. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, it's good to be here, boys. Uh, I mean, you know what? When you've got passion for what you do, boys, sleep's overrated. Sleep's overrated. Hurls, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, brother? Morning to you again. Yeah, morning. Uh, fellas, nah, minimum nine hours for me every night. Yeah, you need it, do you? Uh, yeah, I do. I don't know what it is. I definitely do need my um, yeah, nine hours sleep at night. <laughs> what, it's about, fresh, what, about, what about Fendel's making a real pest of himself here in the van? He's playing with all these devices on the board here. What, what happened? You need a bit more... probably. What I wanted to hear him louder. <laughs> he's, uh, he needed more volume. He's, he's touching things and... Oh, just, you know, everything's under control, though. You can hear him now? Yes, yeah, all's good. How's he sound? I got a, I had to get a new iPhone on Thursday, and I'm discombobulated because <laughs> every three minutes I've got to do something. Oh, now I've got to reset the passwords and do this and that, and you, you're mucking me around with well, this panel. Well, look, just to calm you down, I've got a surprise for you, all right? Yes. I, I didn't want you to miss out on what's been going on on the show. So... Our man, Nick Kutniak, our fearless producer, race caller, jack of all trades, he's put something together for you. So we're going to play it now just to catch Darren Flindell up, what he's missed in the last couple of weeks on Behind the Gates. I know you're a bit of a fashion Mister. Am I? What's wrong with my outfit today? See how sharp your eyes. You forgot a belt. <laughs> I haven't got a belt on. Yeah. Did I get it straight away? <laughs> I haven't got a belt on, which is not so good when you're 68 kilos and a string bean, but... Well, firstly, Luke, I've worn a belt for four years, so don't worry about belts, mate. They're overrated. <laughs> Righto, boys. As Mando said, this week, yours is... Jimmy. Jimmy Hendrix will win a Group 1. I'm already getting carved up on the text line. I'm being compared to Hurls. Manto's done a Hurls and gave us a crow that's going <laughs> to last for the next five years. Manto hasn't got the brief. How hard is it not to make a prediction about today's racing? It can't be reviewed next week. Cheers, Ryan. Thanks for listening, Ryan. But you've done that. You've said he'll run a beauty. Yeah. We've tweaked it for you. We've tweaked it. Yeah, it's okay, mate. We make the rules here as we go. It's still exciting. Either Antino to win the five diamonds. Yeah, or you've had a week. Unspoken not to win top three in the five diamonds. I'll go with unspoken not to run top three. I just think we've go given both. an absolute... Go both. Be a real no, man. I'm not going both. Go I'm both. Not being I'm not being go hurled. both. Be a hero, okay. Davo. The punters want to see it. Oh, okay, I'll go both then. Fine. I'll just get across. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> I'll help you with your crows, buddy. What about our man, Davidson Hurls? Were you aware that he's a certified snake catcher? No, I wasn't. Oh, I'm not a certified. I wouldn't say it's definitely not a certified snake catcher. I give you the tip. But uh, anyone who listened in on uh, Tuesday morning to this sports breakfast would have been in for a treat because I was mid snake catching. As I was alive on air, and I don't know what's going on with these, we must have a, a family of snakes around our property because uh, it's been four in the last nine months. And Ten hours later. I must admit, I was so scared of snakes before this, and then now I'm starting to actually, uh, you know, get, get kind of, yeah, I'm looking at the beauty, have a look at him, oh, wow, you know, so I'm actually getting... Getting a bit of a love affair for these snakes. Are they your favourite animal, Davo? You're just in love with them now, the snakes. You, you love it. Well, my favourite animal was actually a dugong. I did a, I did a year four project in front of the school. I was a dugong. <laughs> the sea cow. And I saw one one day and I was just over the moon. So that's my favourite, followed by the Spanish mackerel. Um, beautiful looking fish. Um, and then maybe third the snakes. So there you go. Oh, the captain. Captain has to be probably number up there as well. So probably fourth. Probably fourth the snakes. What's your 17th? That would be the bandicoot, uh, followed by the... Uh, the <laughs> to take us out, 
on Behind the Gates. Here's Brad Davidson, or should I say Brad David Attenborough Davidson. Davidson, Gar finally sees the Dugong frolicking in his natural habitat. Oh, that's awful. See you, boys. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is terrible. Oh, get us off, Nick. Get us out of here. Oh. <laughs> oh, so, Viva Las Vegas. I'm glad I missed all of that. As I said, you, you didn't miss anything, Darren. <laughs> you have to subject us to that again. <laughs> Sorry. Dave, explain yourself. You, what, you, what happened last week? You just... Uh, out-of-body experience. <laughs> I, I, see, there you go. Look, I think you've been a little bit harsh on my little David Attenborough there. I thought that was better than... Uh, when, when you said that's horrible, I thought, gee, I must have really messed that up, but I thought that was okay. What do you think of it, Darren? What, what's, what was it? A, a David Attenborough Dugong, impersonation. Dugong, yeah, the Dugon's his favourite animal. Oh, right. What's that, like a quokka? <laughs> yeah, not a quokka. <laughs> totally different, Darren. Right, okay. Anyway, should we talk some racing now? <laughs> Gong day. Let's get into it, uh, boys, and I'll give you a David Attenborough. As we go to the gong, Dan, Darren Flindell, what is your thoughts on this race? Ossa <laughs> uh, Panka just looks the good thing of the, what, well, not, probably not the good thing of the day. I think there's others that uh, I could put that title on, but I just think mm. Ossa Panka, class above these, simple as that. And, mm. uh, and he did win the Frank Packer plate on a heavy eight at Ramwick. Uh, on all eight stakes day as well, so he's ticked the heavy track box. I just think he's better than these. Dave, is it that simple? Yeah, I think so. But again, we're talking about the same thing we've been debating all spring, haven't we? About oh, not grand final. Is he? Is it enough? I thought yes. And how does that fit mm. in? He's coming off the setback off the Golden Eagle, where he was a bit lame in the lead up, and obviously a late scratching there. So. There's all those little niggles, but at least we've seen him at the trials and he looks to be ticking over beautifully. I think Darren hits the nail on the head. He's, you know, all his form has been Group 1 form and with all respect, I don't think it's the strongest gong we've seen either. So I think he, he, he sets up beautifully here today. J-Mac, blinkers on, wet track, 1,600 metres. I don't mind the drop back in distance for him because I think he's more a miler than a 2,000 metre. Mm. So um, normally I hate sort of set back in distances late in prep, but I think when you're getting back to your ideal distance, I think it all it all sets up nicely. Uh, I think he's a clear horse to beat. I was a lot keener on his chances when Lock Eagle wasn't in the race because I didn't think you'd get a couple of scratchings in uh, a million-dollar race, but I think we've got, what, about 55 today. So tell me tell me a state in Australia, anywhere in the world that loves the scratching more than New South Wales. Fair dinkum, as soon as it drops, the rain... All the trainers are going for the scratch, scratch, scratch button. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I'll leave that oh. soapbox for another day. But, uh, yeah, look, he, he looks hard to beat here, Lukey. I thought um, he, he, he looks the one providing all's well. And, uh, yeah, I think he'll, he'll be able to tick off a, an overdue win this campaign. Well, like why is it ridiculous? Today, for... isn't it, with all these scratchings? Why is it ridiculous for horses to be scratched if they don't handle the wet or you just scratch them? Oh, you're telling me, Hills, you're telling me, Hills, that 55 horses don't handle wet tracks? Uh, I'm telling you that 55 horses probably don't uh, uh, probably don't um, handle wet tracks. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. Your dream. Can of worms, boys. Um, let's not go there. Oh, I'm seeing the boogeyman. I don't know why with Osipenko. It looks too good. It looks too mm. obvious. He looks better than him. He should win. The whole world's tipping him. And that worries me. When we're all, when it's all in together yes. like this, mm-hmm. gee, it just goes pear shaped a, a lot. And fifty-eight and a half, 
heavy track, 30 days. Yeah, I know he hasn't missed much, much work. Um, I'm seeing I'm the boogeyman. I, I, no. Okay, well, what are you tipping, Hurls? Detonated Jack. Mm, you've got a soft spot for mm. him, don't you? Oh, I do. And look, he hasn't won but uh, this campaign, but he's been really, you know, just knocking on the door. And I think the... Uh, the 1600 is a sweet spot, and uh, yeah, I think he'll be winning two from two. And he's placed on the heavy, three starts on the soft for two wins and a minor. But yeah, I agree. It just looks, well, it's what Davo had said too, you know, it's, it's sort of you know, an afterthought or whatever. He's probably the class horse, but yeah, not for me. I tell you, there's two horses in Australia that Hills would tip. Uh, Detonator Jack could run in an 800 metre scamper at his tip it, and Private Eye could run in the Melbourne Company tip <laughs> <laughs> He's loyal, isn't he? Um, I think Waterford's going to run very well. I mean, he's only got good track form. We we don't have enough evidence to say which surface he prefers, but I've got a feeling he swims. I think this will be a good op- I think today, we the way it's just going to rain all day, isn't it? Uh, it's going to get quite heavy as the day progresses, so we don't really have to worry about the speed in races, do we? It's just no. who's going to handle it. Yeah. And, and Waterford... I suspect Will. Um, he's just been on those bone-dry tracks, giving away massive starts and just too much to do. I think that's a different case today. Also, yeah, detonated Jack. I, I think I made him the second pick in the race with the blinkers on. He's got a bit of quality there. And that Locker Eagle goes in. I think I'd be playing the quaddy two ways, quite strong with Osipenko on its own, and then a smaller quaddy with uh, detonated Jack, Waterford and Lock Eagle. Yep. Uh, Dave, you were going to chime in there. I think, did you say Waterford does too much wrong? Uh, he's yeah. been better since he's been gelded, though. Yeah, but he just he gets back. He still wants to do a few things wrong. Uh, I think he's a little bit overrated, personally. I think he's been a bit overrated in his career. And um, Yeah, he's a winning chance for sure, but I, I can't get entertain him at those sort of odds. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You're probably right. He maybe has been overhyped by the market, but just beware on the soft. Um, you see that... Yeah, look at the pedigree. Irish sire, uh, German mare. I mean, they they do tend to like the sting out. Yeah. Those that Irish sort of bloodlines, they just love it. So um, yeah, I I can't get rid of him, but um, I just wanted to make the point. When Fair it looks enough. this obvious, oh, so Penko, oh, I just get scared uh, when the whole world's with it. Um, but he does have the class. Is there anything from left field? Do you feel, Davo, communist? He was better in the eagle. Can he do something here? He likes the soft. Yeah, he does. He likes the soft round. We know he's around with Guinea's winner and he hasn't been at his best this preparation, but as you said, a better run last time out and and uh, he'll run well. I know what you mean about when everyone's on, but is it just because we focus on it? Like, is it a bit like the old the old myth of the um, the outsider in the small field because every time the outsider wins in a small field, the race caller mentions it? Like, it actually doesn't happen more than it should, but just because when it does happen, it gets mentioned. So when everyone's on it and loses, it, you know, we always mention it. So I, I think those sort of things maybe we play too much into, but I think the fact that everyone likes it's only a good thing, isn't it? At the end of the day, you've got all these different minds liking a horse. I always see that as a as a positive, and that's one thing that you know in form analysts as well. I always like to, to look at what other people are thinking because everyone does the form differently, and if everyone's coming up with the same answer, well, it can only be a, a positive for mine. And it's $3.20. Go and stand outside a venue somewhere and get the 10% bump up, make the price three fifty. That's good value. Love it, Darren. <laughs> Tab.com.au. Osipenko. So he's um, he's going to be hard to beat. I'm not knocking him. I just uh, was making that 
that point, uh, and he may well win. That's the gong. Uh, race number seven on the program. We go back a race to talk about race number six. Text here about King of the Castle creeping up in the weights, but he's one of mine, this horse. Uh, Darren, uh, while you're away, he raced in the same race as I'm a Dirty Rascal. I feel like I didn't get as much out of it as I should because they were sort of racing around each other in the run, these two horses, King of the Castle and I'm a Dirty Rascal. Uh-huh. At Newcastle, I, I could have really played up to that, but I've left a little bit there for you if they meet again. Imagine okay. them fighting out of finish. Oh, yeah, that'd be good fun. <laughs> um, what are we left with? I was, I was ready to tip another one. I was completely oblivious to the fact it was racing at Wodonga yesterday and won the <laughs> cup by a big space. Right, so when I realised I had to scratch that off, then I thought, OK, Lock Eagle's just a good thing now. And Lock Eagle's going into the gong. Um, Tazarwell I wasn't so um, sure about What are we left with now? I've got uh, Rise of the Masses on top I think this just leads for a long way Twice a winner on Heavy with Hippo booked it, To me it seemed to be the, the logical one now uh, Rise of the Masses Substantials running defeat was pretty good at Flemington last time From the outside draw Had a lot of work to do from back there King of the Castle, he's, he's fit enough. Got to be a chance now in this depleted field and has acted on soft ground before. And then a deficit running on, so I went 7 9 3 11, but certainly not one of my favourite races. I heard a bit of chit chat. Do you make a promise to Hurls this morning, or did I get too much interference on the radio driving down Mount Oosley? You're going to Jamboree tonight, Luke? I'll drop in, Darren, if I, if I must. Uh, Hurls is pretty emphatic that it's a, a good joint, Hurls. Oh, put it's some on the tab for you. Yeah, it's an outstanding pub. I'll tell you why, because they have not done a thing with it in terms of, like, it's up to speed. It's not sort of, you know, ceilings falling in or anything. Very old school. You can sit out the front, have a Guinness. Outstanding. Outstanding. What are your thoughts on this race, buddy? Uh, yeah, I'm a bit like Darren. Um, I always respect uh, the pride stable, I respect them in any case, but particularly when they have uh, the quick backup, which I think Brad will confirm is a pretty good stat for that stable. Um, Substantial's been the one they've backed in the last uh, hour or two. It's into 480 off a high of 550. David, yeah, your stable, thoughts here? Yeah, the stable will do go well on the quick backup hurls, um, as you mentioned there. But uh, yeah, look, I found it a really tricky race just on King of the Castle. Tempo was against him last time out. Just needs to come back a little bit in trip here, maybe the, the concern, but he's going well and had no chance the way the race was run the other day. So um, can understand making a case there. I've, I've left with rides for the masses on top, but um, too bad to be true latest, but his two runs prior to that, the rating stacked up quite well, although the format of that run two ago has been terrible. So I'm kind of left with him on top, just with the likeable on speed style. He handles wet ground, but not a race that I'm really interested in. What race on the card are you most interested in? Well, I think one of the most interesting runners of the day, and I know Darren will have a fair bit to say about this, is this 1,000-metre uh, race with Headball. Um, did I hear Blake Spriggs was driving through the night or something to, to be here to ride the horse today? Anyway, he's, he's obviously based in Queensland now, and he, he's back. The horse has been trialling like a treat, and he should have beaten them in last preparation. With all due respect, mm. it's a terrible, not a great ride that day. And uh, he's got all the all the form. It's just long break, and if this track continues to deteriorate, that's when it gets a little period, doesn't it, on, on a genuine, if it gets to a heavy 10 or something like that. 
first up off a long break, you, you do get a little bit of a query, but he's trialled the house down. He's a really nice horse. He's a thousand metre horse in a thousand metre race, and and he and he's proven on wet ground, so he ticks all the all the boxes. And um, I know Darren's quite keen on him, Dad. Yeah, I've been uh, I've, I've been a fan of him right from day one. He's had six starts, and I've backed him every time. So, uh, I mean, there has been those disappointments. He's been beaten three times, and I've left feeling a bit robbed that he should have won. He, in my eyes, he really should be unbeaten six out of six head. Well, got a lot of time for him, and with the big effort that Blake Spriggs is putting in today to, to get to Kembler to be on him, I'm very keen. I, I did lock in at, um, at $5 on a Thursday morning, oh. and I wanted to go head-to-head with Emperor. I just disputed the fact that Emperor could be at two fifteen and Headwall was at five dollars. So I'm disappointed Emperor's come out because I think we're going to have to cop thirty percent deductions. But hopefully it's a case of win and whinge, and uh, home you go, Headwall race nine number five, the good thing of the day. <laughs> so you got the overs and you're blowing up still. Oh, but, well, the <laughs> price is going to be cut down to three thirty, I think I estimated. Okay, still mm. a, still a little bit of fat there, something. Yes, Luke. Uh, <laughs> Luke, I've just mentioned, mate, um, we've got the jockey's chance suspended at the moment. should be back shortly, but uh, Brett Pebble is indisposed. Sam Clipperton will ride Herb in race five. Great, mate. Thank you so much for that information. Uh, did you have any take on this race, or is he is he popular here, Headwall, at the moment? Yeah, he is. Um, I sort of concur with uh, what Darren's saying. What price are we into now? What race number are we again? Evens, isn't he? Uh, nine. Race nine. Race nine. Sorry, I've got 15 screens open. Uh, no, you're getting 2.25, actually. What did we bottom out at? Yeah, we bottomed out at $2. So 2.90 this morning, bottoms out at $2, back to 2.25. What about the old boy okay, today? Shelby 66. Can he run a race? Oh, yes. I, I suspect he might. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I, I didn't even give him a, a second thought when I first did the form, and now on this uh, deteriorating track... He's run in the Gilgo at Flemington was half decent that day. He was sort of making a little bit of a run, but we, we know clearly with Selby 66, he just loves, loves the heavy going. He hasn't struck a, a wet track in all four runs this preparation. So he's there could be a bit of a form reversal with him today. Three. What about you, Davo? Shelby, yeah, anything? Look, he, can, he can definitely improve. He needs to, though, doesn't he? That's for sure. But uh, look, Still remains one of the, the mysteries how he was there with Eduardo and Nexus Trip one day, but I think that's just horse <laughs> racing, isn't it? The confidence he had that day, the wet track, everything, perfect storm. But, uh, yeah, since then it's, it's been sort of a long time of, of sort of tailing off fields and being right, right back. And So, look, he can improve, but he certainly needs Well, at least the handicappers are giving him a bit of hope in life now, uh, getting yep. down to a benchmark 78 today. He's just been at a level that he's just not capable of anymore. Yeah, I understand. It'd be great to see him. It'd be great theatre. Oh, imagine if he comes and knocks Headwall off on the post, Darren. <laughs> you what know you... where you can stick your theatre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. I've finally got the text line working. Morning, boys. Um, Hurls, Darren, and Mr. Attenborough. Looking forward to part two of the Snake Catcher's Tales. Uh, boys, your thoughts on Baltic Coast? Uh, in the last, is it still in, guys? Uh, yes. Baltic Coast, yes. Um, so we'll go to there. Thanks to that listener for that text. Uh, he's number seven as an $11 price. Uh, Davo, he's off a duck egg, but I think we could pay to forgive that. He got back a little bit there. Which horse is this again? 
uh, Baltic Coast in race 10, buddy. Yeah, look, the, the, the grey can get out the back and hit the line hard. I'm, I'm definitely uh, not against him. I wouldn't, wouldn't talk the listener out of it at a bit of odds, for sure. I think you've definitely got to put this in your quaddy, uh, Baltic Coast. Twice a winner on heavy. Um, he hasn't been on a rain-affected track for quite some time, so there could be a real form reversal today with Baltic Coast. Mm. Need support for it as well. It's, uh, well. You know, obviously we've got those deductions, but in the last half hour, seventeen dollars into eleven. Mm. That, that'd be a nice one for the quaddy. Mm. Four for Cindy, uh, favourite. Interesting. Uh, James McDonald not riding it. Um, Tom Sherry is the replacement on the four for Cindy. I can only assume James's Hong Kong contract starts tomorrow. Correct. So probably got to make an early dash for the airport for the overnight flight. He'd be uh, just going to be a fill-up up there, J-Mac. <laughs> Him and Zach yes. would just be going head-to-head, won't they? Um, I know it's political up there, Darren. Yeah, but, but you've got Hugh in... Oh, oh, Hugh's out, isn't Hugh's he, of out, course, yeah. with injury. But, uh, yeah, Abdullah uh, is certainly striking uh, really well at the moment, a four-timer the other day. So yeah, it's going to be real Aussie land, or Aussie Kiwi land up there <laughs> as of tomorrow. Absolutely, it will be, mate. Uh, let's go to the uh, another race of interest, guys. The Warra on the program, and look, last year's winners there, Athel Rick, uh, but maybe he's not going as well this preparation at eighteen dollars. Uh, Hurls, what is the market saying? We've got Dragonstone at the head of betting now. Yeah, been very well back too. It's now favourite at four sixty this morning. Now three fifty. Insurrections popular as well. At 4.20, but yeah, it's been one of the better back runners on the entire card, actually, Dragonstone. Brad, how do you see this race? 180! Dartboard, eh? <laughs> Dartboard, yeah. I, I found it really difficult. Um, I went with Rudinell, just lightweight, fresh horse on the scene, but you know, it's going to become that track potentially later on in the day where fitness is going to come into it, isn't it, rather than fresh legs and, and whatnot with this change in... I mean, we haven't had a heavy track for some time in, on a Saturday in Sydney, so it's a little danger meeting in that regard because all of a sudden you're, you're looking for that reversal of the form and, and fitness becomes a key. So uh, that's a little query, but look, I think you can make cases for a sell reach out wide. There's, there's a stack of horses here, back at Nalia. There's, there's, there's a heap of them that can run really well. Insurrection's got to be right there. So, yeah, I found it really difficult. I went to Brudenell, but um, confidence was, was extremely low. I quite like Dragonstone here. He trialled about a month ago, trialled really well, and I thought he was ready to go to the races, and then they, they pulled the pin on a few occasions. He's since trialled and trialled quite nicely there at Warwick Farm. He's going to handle the wet. Interesting booking with Tim Clark, so that gives me a bit of hope that Dragonstone's going to be right up there in the firing line, not giving away a start today. Now that Malkovich is out, that's a bit less speed in the race, but we've still got recommendation and insurrection to go forward. I really like Dragonstone here, uh, but if I'm wrong, I thought the other chances, Bacchanalia on this wet track, yes, yes, yes. Uh, insurrection in the right spot on speed, and then Brudenal. But I really like Dragonstone there, race eight, number six. I'm hoping this is going to be an absolute fill-up today. Fill up. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sensing some confidence with uh, the, the Flindell. He's uh, just a little bit up and about here today, which is good to see. I like this. Mm. <laughs> Feast or famine, do you think? But I'm still on Fiji time. Yeah, I love it, Darren. Uh, that's the Warra gentleman. Uh, shortly we'll go through our multi-legs, and we might actually do it now, guys. Um, I originally had Jung Queer, and 
she came out. So I thought, look, I'll, I'll stick with race number four. And, I mean, it's a smallish field now. So I feel like if Leandra can't beat three home, it's all it's got to do, Darren. It's got 54 on its back. Great first up at Rose Hill behind Salasano. Handles the wet. Uh, likes soft tracks. Going to 14, uh, staying at 1,200 second up, I don't mind because we've got the heavy testing conditions. So it's going to be my leg this week, guys. Race four, number 11, Leandra, to run top four for us. Darren, what have you come up with? Uh, Headwall was already taken earlier. So um, at better odds, I'm going in the first. I think uh, Touristic is better than these. Uh, Handles the wet fine. Really good finish behind Rise to it when second up there at Rose Hill. He, history shows he always needs at least two runs before he, he really gets into his rhythm, and I think he'll be, he'll be fit enough. Uh, not rated about the weight of 61 against this lot. I mean, seriously, he's rated 80 in this 78, and uh, the favourite lyrical gangster's rated 63. Mm. And it went for that rails run up the straight, and obviously visually it looked good winning at Kensington, but it was a... A pretty moderate type of field, and uh, and Kieran McAvoy just got the best ground. The, remember, the fence was red, red hot that day at Kensington. He went right up the inside and absolutely pulled their pants down. Um, with a light weight, he may well do it again, but I just think Touristic's got the, the class edge here and is a good thing to kick off our multi. Love it, Darren. Love the confidence. Uh, conviction from Flindell on his return to behind the gates. Hurls, loving this. What have too, you got for us? Fresh. He's fresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've gone with our Orator uh, in race number two, which is the Tabs Highway. Granted, uh, Tribeca Star will be really hard to beat, but our Orator had no luck behind the dramatist last start. It's a horse that generally holds its form. It's a good win at Wellington in a class two, what was that, two starts back, and um, it's been a bit of money for it today too. Untried on the heavy, but five starts on the soft, the two wins and two minors. Yeah, I think it'll um, definitely run top four. Brad Davidson. That is Andrew Hurley's best uh, multi-selection ever on this show. That is a terrific ruffie today. Um, good, good watch of the replays there, Hills. A terrific run last time. Can be much closer here. We'll get through the ground, and I've got it on top in that race. I think it'll run really well. Um, oh, I so didn't even nice, know that. Nice find, Hills. I think it'll run very well. And uh, I'm uh, Ozapenko. Every, every man in dog tipping it, so let's have it in the multi there. And the, in the gong, um, should run top four for us, guys. He's just got a Produced that form around Mr. Brightside, and uh, yeah, it should be too good, but at least running top four. Beautiful. Recap it for us, Hales. What have we got? Okay, well, we've got a nice dividend of order. And we start with race one, number one, Touristic. Race two, number seven, Our Orator. Race four, number 11, Leandra. And race seven, number three, Ossipanko in... $4.50, maximum bet of $50. It'll open in nine minutes. I'll give you a little reminder in eight minutes' time. Love it, Hells. Like the sound of that, Darren? Yeah, four dollars fifty. Uh, thanks, Hells. He's uh, he sort of saved it for a bit of value. We can make some coin out of that. Is, is it going to be a fifty dollar bet? Brad. Fifty dollar bet. Uh, so uh, yep, fifty. Yeah, two twenty five on the ticket, righto. Bit going on in the west. Um, it's very hot over there. So they've abandoned race one mm. at Ascot later, and this is important because it's uh, a big day down there. And I know Tommy Berry's over there to ride routes. Uh, in the railway. So race two is now 3pm local time. So that's a pretty late start. I mean, the the feature will probably be close to 9.30 um, Eastern 
daylight savings time. And Keshi Booms come out of the Guineas, Davo, over there. So there's a, a little bit doing. Doing for sure, yeah. Uh, gee, uh, the horses in race one won't be happy with that, I'm sure, from the connections. But uh, yeah, they've got to do what they do, I suppose, with the heat policy and whatnot. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was that talk, Keshi Boom just didn't come out of that last run that well. And Stable were 50 50, so they've obviously decided to say, no, we'll wait. That'll make Super Smith quite short in the WA Guineas. And of course, in the railway, yeah, the Eastern Stainers Roots and Tuvalu try to take on the, the locals in Al- Alcofina and a few others. You know the, the Perth form better than me, Luke. Um, I know you do quite a bit of Perth form. We were, we were talking about it last night while you were at Canterbury and also a bit about wide form out there at Esperance today. Just pick that horse under your hat because I haven't, I haven't backed it yet, so I've got to go look at what price is after scratches. But, um, Good thing yes, at Esperance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, got Esperance. One. We punt anywhere, punters. Don't worry about that. What about the last at Ascot tonight? It's going to be at 9.41. Boy, there's going to be some Eastern summertime. Boy, there's going to be some punting with beer goggles in the last. (laughs) Turnover will be huge. Oh, won't it, White? Pike's on uh, Triple J, 3.50 now. I tell you what, could pay to follow Berry over there too. Because with all due respect, you know, Pike, Chris Parnham, they're very good. There's a big drop-off following the top jocks, so I'm tipping T. Berry. Paul Harvey, be. he's quality. Yeah, but I mean, look, he's he's uh, he's not in the same class as Pike and Berry, Hells. No, nah, fair call. He's and what'd you, do to, what'd you do to Nash last week? Oh, because... he rode two. He rode, uh, what, he rode a double after about race four, and I just had, that said, had my feet on the desk, <laughs> flying like a Cheshire cat, and um, yeah, Tyler Schiller ran him down. Yeah, he drives we... well, Tyler Schiller. Killing it, Tyler. Word. Although I'm off him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where was he? The grudge. No, where was he this morning? Uh, he was a. He was going to be a guest Didn't of know, mine. Okay. No, yeah, left me high and dry. I don't. Don't mean, don't mean to give him up. Uh, I really like Tyler. He's a, a nice guy and a great rider. But uh, yeah, you're on notice, buddy. Uh, <laughs> left the Marlow three deep, no cover this morning. Uh, agreed to an interview. Nothing, Darren. <laughs> Did we wipe him or give him another chance? Oh, I'm sure he had his reasons for brushing you. <laughs> he might have been writing track work. <laughs> Just trying to remember in my head, did I hang him out to dry in any of the calls at Canterbury last night? I wonder if that could be it, Darren. I think I was mm, nice. Gave him a nice no, rap right. after he won a race. <laughs> yes, yes. So I saw most of those races last night. I don't recall any any incidents. Talking about <laughs> theatre, um, I'll get your comment on this in a sec too, Darren. But, Dave, did you see J-Mac and Nash going at it? Uh, oh, on sensory. Boy, that, get back in that pocket, Nash. There's been some stouches. Uh, mm. J-Mac and Bowman uh, one time at Canterbury. Uh, yes. Because it's a tight track, it's very tactical. That was uh, beauty last night. I mean, it was just great riding from J-Mac. It was great great theatre. Um, yeah, you if you're on Kirikin, you would have been a bit crook. But yeah, you watch the, the, the head on there. Um, he just maintained a perfect straight line, uh, J-Mac, on the, on the winner. Yeah. Whilst uh, yeah, Nash was trying to just make that gap and it just wouldn't open up for him. But this is what I love about these guys. Uh, I mean, it's a maiden at Canterbury, but these guys are competitors. Uh, I mean, they, they want to win everything. Uh, Nash, in particular, yes. uh, and James, um, he just loves winning. And all jockeys. I mean, every jockey, uh, regardless of what level you're riding at, uh, no matter what class of race it is, you're a competitor. You're out there to win every time. I think the highlight of last night's meeting might have been the fact the way the, the track played. So fair. Very fair. Gee, it looked immaculate, Darren. I went out there for a little look because I was quite early and 
My gosh, it's like a bowling green. Uh, you can see why that when we get all the rain that there's not a drama. They they get through the meeting because it's just mm. a great surface. So, yeah, great to have the night racing back. I think it's Kensington next week. And, uh, I think a few people that were on vanquish, vanquish last night were in the fetal position for a few hours after. Oh, how did it get beat? Oh. Gee, it was home. That was Nash at his best. Oh, this, people around the country would have been crowing vanquish. Oh, it's home, it's yeah, home. Well, they oh, would hang have... on, hang on. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of crows, uh, we might as well get there a little bit early this week. Um, at 10.41, multi will open in around... Three minutes. Hurls, would you like to do the honours this week, throwing to our favourite segment? No. Been brushed again. Been brushed uh, again. You're, you're not I'll do it. Day, I'll do you? it. Go on, Dave. Time for the early... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> not bad, actually. <laughs> on Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry. The early crow. Luke and Brad, you're probably too, yeah, you would be too young to remember this or even know of it. I'm hoping Hurls might remember. (laughs) The king of television, Graham Kennedy. He would not get anywhere near a television set these days. You can actually watch some. And it was just so wrong, but so funny. Absolutely brilliant. Remember Kenny Sutcliffe was his sidekick? And he just could not keep it together sometimes. It was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) Even even going back to, remember Blankety Blanks? Oh, one of the great shows of the year, I guess. Absolutely. Um, Yes, but uh, because it was all live television uh, back then, and Graham Kennedy famously did the crow call. Oh, yes. So it was pretty much, arc, that's, arc, that's with, a right. of, yep. with a little bit of an F at the front. <laughs> I know, Jesus. <laughs> Got himself in a bit of hot water over Did he? That. In a bit of froth, I can imagine. <laughs> um, sounds like that was great viewing. I mean, you know, we do our best to live up to broadcasters of, of years gone by. Uh, I've copped a few little short ones this morning for leaving off tips uh, and certain things like that. But, you know, we just do our best, punters. Uh, if you don't like it, you can always get on the Tab app and find it. Uh, there's no need to get all hot and bothered. But yep. you know what the most important thing is about broadcasting? And I've been broadcasting on and off air since I was 14 years old. Have fun. Enjoy what you're doing. And that's the name of the game, Darren, Darren, isn't it? If you're calling a race, number one, you've got to be accurate, but you've well, got to have a bit right. of fun along the way too, don't we? That's, that's what they say. If you're, uh, if you're enjoying your job, you love it, uh, you've never really worked a day in your life. Spot on. So just a public service announcement. Uh, anyone who listens to Behind the Gates uh, every week, if you're the fun police, um, you're not welcome. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Just just don't have too much fun and start uh, bringing in jokes with race. Probably that's probably the way to do it. Yeah, I know. My joke-telling days during races are over for good reason. Hey, do you reckon it's time? Do you reckon it's time we get a bit of Swedish trot caller style in in Australia? (laughs) I mean. Darren from doing the laugh. What on earth is he doing there? Is he still around that bloke? Is he still around? Oh, yes. He's going strong. He's unsackable. He's unsackable. He's unsackable. (laughs) He's just, he gives it to the drivers. Imagine you're calling the last, Darren. 
J-Mac goes back to the fence. The fence is off. Oh, McDonald, what are you doing, you idiot? The fence is off. Where are you going? Imagine, imagine if you said that. What, what are you doing? You're a bloody idiot. Yeah. You're a bloody idiot. You could have had the lead. That's him. That's the Swedish trike call. I don't know if she's still there, too. I haven't done nights for a while. I used to do Sky 2 of the night. And there was a female um, caller as well. She didn't miss either. No, yeah, outstanding. I love it. Um, if you could say what you think sometimes, well, it probably wouldn't go the best. Wouldn't but my early crow, I, I'm going to start because I was disappointing last week. You guys all know how keen I was on Marzu. Um, and I was flat as a biscuit. I had him going for plenty uh, through all up. So I was, ta- you know, every time I'd find something I liked, um, I'd back it. I'd throw it in an all up with Marzu as well. And I think the rain came a week too late for him. Um, I've just had to put my hands up and say I got it wrong. Uh, my early crow last week was it was going to be Zoo Castle. Well, it was Poo Castle, Darren. <laughs> right. <laughs> Looks like you set the scene for your bank manager that you're going to miss a mortgage payment. <laughs> <laughs> he was going for Blame a great result. For he was going for a great result, but full credit to Colt Crusher. Winks wouldn't have run him down last week. Mm. So, yeah, Nick, I get across. Hit it, buddy. My early crow last week, wrong. Darren, you weren't here, but because you weren't here on Behind the Gates, I'm going to make the executive decision just to give you a cross as well. Give him a cross, Nick. <laughs> he didn't show up, so he gets an X. How'd you go last week, Davo? Well, I, I'm going to get a cross. I know I will, but I actually, I actually, I'm happy with it because I said it was $2.20 rematch in the highway. I said this will start with a three in front of it. It started $3.80. Nash gave it the best ride you'll ever see, and it's dead set spelling. Um, so you'll give me a cross, but I'll give myself a tick. Didn't I hear uns- unspoken to miss the top three? That was two weeks no, ago. Was, he got a bad leave, cross. Leave that, please. Leave that away. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. That's right. We were going right back in, yeah. the, in the history channels. Right, Darren, okay. you know what? You've raised a good point, though, Darren. I think it's fair to say that Davidson's a little bit out of form with his crowing of late. Um, he did say Antino to win, unspoken to miss uh, the top three. It was the other way around. Unspoken one in Antino. Well, he pulled up with a few excuses. Right. Uh, but Dave really put his foot in that one, great man. I, I think that's what I meant. Well, no, yeah, that's what I meant that day. But, uh, <laughs> no, like last week, I'm just copying that as a variance. I mean, $4 started two twenty. <laughs> yes. It, 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 you run that race ten times, it probably wins once. So, um, yeah, anyway. The way Mate, just on. don't oppose Nash. Don't oppose Nash going forward. Oh, he, he just he finds a way. He gave it Seriously. A I was going to find a uh, a casino there in Vegas there where they had the Australian racing, and <clears throat> I met uh, Michael Rona, the US caller, while I was over there, and he suggested to go to Caesar's Palace. So we're all set for that, and it's sort of... Did you see Alan there? Alan who? <laughs> From the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have my beer goggles on. I might have. Um, anyhow, we ended up flicking our proposed night of hunting on Rose Hill, which was about 6.30 p.m. there. Outstanding. Uh, time. We ended up going to the ice hockey instead. Oh, really? Loaded up on Las Vegas in the ice hockey. And they got the biscuits? Yes, yes. Oh, lovely. Last minute right back. Thanks for tuning in to Rose Hill, mate. Good to show the support. Listening, <laughs> tuning in. Good on you. Well, I was outvoted. <laughs> understand, yes, understand. I was outvoted 3-4. Hells, how'd you go last week with your crow? Weird feeling. I missed out. Um... Yeah, Nashville Willa uh, to take out the jockey's challenge. And, uh, yeah, he rode a double, but, uh, yeah, Tyler Shaw nabbed him. So, yeah, missed out last week. Bad, odd feeling. Gee, tough week for the Crows. All, mm. all down and out. Mm. Um, anyway. Multi's um, open. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, under sports, today's offers, racing, racing offers on the app. 
Justice repeating race one, number one, Touristic. Race two, number seven, Our Orator. Race four, number 11, Leandra. Race seven, number three, Osipenko. $4.50, maximum bet $50. Beautiful. Uh, thanks for that, Hills. Good luck if you're taking it today, punters. Hopefully we can get the money. Uh, time for our crows for Kembla Grange today. Might give you first bite of the cherry here, Hills. What are you doing this week? Yeah, uh, Osipenko, lay of the day. Wow. Osipenko, lay of the day for Andrew Hurley. Brad Davidson. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, again, I, again, I didn't really, didn't really uh, have, a, uh, have a strong opinion today, so I'm going to take on Hurls and I'll say Osipenko to show his class in the gong. So one of us will be right next week. It'll make a bit of good banter. Love Beautiful. it. So the boys go head-to-head. Flindell, what have you got? Uh, your proposed stop off in Jamboree tonight. I reckon that's fake news. That won't happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll wait and see. And if I see a photo of you in a Jamboree pub, I'll give you a bonus bet up to $50. Right, yeah. Where is Jamboree? Uh, <laughs> just so checked. You, it's about 20k south. 20k yeah. south. So it's in the wrong direction. Oh, gee, you just might be <laughs> onto something, Darren. They've got accommodation, the whole lot. Do it. Have they got a water park there? Uh, yeah, Green Park or something like that. Yeah, I took um, George there on uh, in January. It's it's the real ah. deal. It used to be just like those toboggans and stuff. They've still got that, but um, yeah, it's like wet and wild. It's brilliant. Up there, there. All right. Um, the the crow that you can bet on today. I've got a sneaking suspicion that Bowery Breeze is going to run well mm. at a big Ooh. price. What? Yeah, I you think know what? He's a, he's a good roughie to include in your exotics today. Bowery Breeze, race five, number eight. He's going to love the heavy. You know what she won't like? You calling her a he. Um, mm, I think I'm right. Am I right or wrong? Yes, yes. Sorry, uh, Madam Barry Breeze. Mm. Get it right. Well, you never know these days, do you? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> uh, my crow. Uh, what about this? I'm going to say the people's horse. To run a hole. Who am I talking about? The people's horse. Shelby, Shelby. Yes, boys, you got it. Shelby to run a hole. And, uh, yeah, 60 on his back, but he gets back in grade. He gets a bit of mud. He loves a mud pie. So I'll go Shelby 66 to run a hole as far as my early crow goes. Uh, And by hole, um, you know, he might run sixth, uh, but he's run a hole. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say run top three. A hole, one, two, three, something you get a dividend out of. Yes, one, two, three for Shelby. Come on, old boy. And on, on that... I had a tweet, and it got me thinking. Uh, a listener tweeted about Mars a bit, another runner of Danny Williams today. And, Darren, he hasn't seen a wet track for a while, this guy, and he loves it. I did hear you chatting about that on the He's drive the f- to Mount Oosley. I think he can do something today, guys. Mm. I just thought on the backup last start he was he had his momentum halted. Um, I'm not in a rush to, to chime in. I, I think the price can yeah, only go the other much. way because he's got no form. But you know what? A little, little bean there at the death. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely Good might uh, consider it. And, and I do like a roughie in the first a little bit as well. Cruise Missile, I think, will run a lot better than its price. I think it'll enjoy this soft track. It did run in the New Zealand Derby. Mm. I'm not saying it ran well, but it, it ran in the Derby. Um, but uh, some of its New Zealand form, it's an interesting profile for this benchmark 78 over 2,000. Cruise Missile, number four with Annabelle Neesham. Great water slides at the Jamboree. Hotel, I've been told. So there you That's go. Cool. 
Yeah. No, not at the hotel. Yeah, well, the, the water there is park. a water park. There is a no, thing. It's actually park. a water oh, park. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've misread that. I'll give you, <laughs> you on the slides at the park. If you appear down a water slide <laughs> with a schooner of beer in your hand or any other alcoholic beverage, I'll give you two bonus bets. So what? You'll give me a hundred bucks. I'll You're give you a fifty dollar bonus bet if you appear in any Jamboree pub tonight. It's got to be tonight. It can't be at like yeah. midday. Tonight. Oh, you're, you're testing me. Well, that's what you promised. All right. Yeah, I know I did. You're right. All right. I, I know a good guy who can Photoshop a photo of me. <laughs> <laughs> I can work something out. Uh, what about Lyrical Gangster in the first day? Well, I've had my say about the Ruffy Mars a bit, um, but Lyrical Gangster, barrier one early in the day. Um, I'm just worried he's got no pace and he might be three back to fence. Uh, he could have a few little traffic issues if he ends up in that position. Yeah, that's the, the little query. But if he if he can stay in touch, I'm I'm not as cold on him as Darren was earlier. I, I clearly got him on top. He produced the best last 200 metre performance the last three meetings when you adjust for the distances on the day. He's got a wicked last 200. If he's in touch with them, I think he just goes past them. And I think I've seen enough of, of the others to know where they're at. I think he's still got the upside with the. The 52 and a half on his back, but while we're at it, I'm, I'm happy to throw in another bonus bet, Luke Marlow. If you can get down to Canberra tonight as well, and uh, just just bump into a couple of pubs there too, mate. Oh, mate, you're just setting me a task, you guys. <laughs> well, well, Manto, uh, I think he's calling that meeting, isn't he? He's on the bong bong Canberra double. Oh yes, I saw him. Um, great work by Manto too. Absolutely, putting yeah. out the vision uh, of the bong bong races. Um, How good was that TV screen he was calling? Oh, off? outstanding! I think about the garbage we've got at Warwick Farm. It's absolute crap. <laughs> <laughs> and the quality of that TV yesterday, he was calling off at bong bong was sensational. Darren, tell people the. Uh, what's the word? Tell people how it works at Bong Bong as far as um, in days gone by, it was the hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a meeting there um, and I opted for the van, the comfort of the van. Uh, there's cameras set up around the course and they cut to the different shots so that you can just call from the screen in the van. That's how it works, isn't it? Well, they've still got that tower on the top of the hill. I saw by the photos yesterday, I zoomed in. So it's still there if you want to do it, which means you can see all of the track. There would be some interruptions because I, I haven't called there for 30 years. I'd say those trees are all grown up now. <laughs> so That's there's, right. <laughs> there's probably going to be a lot of space that you can't actually see. But I, I love that atmosphere of being on there and you could swivel around 360 degrees and see most of the track. And then you get that great perspective. It's like when you'd call Wentworth Park dogs from the back straight before. When the swoopers coming down the outside, you can see them well before the crowd can. And the crowd, and you can play with the crowd as well. Here comes the favourite, and this roar starts, and that roar's coming right back at you. It was a great spot to call. Absolutely it was, mate. And what about oh, Ken Howard in day, years gone by? I read uh, recently, I mean, he used to call from the back straight quite often. Uh, yes. Because he, that was what he was used to, and he wasn't allowed on course at some That's different right. tracks. Yeah, Ian so. Prager told me that story. Yes. And I think it's a funny thing, when you watch the race from that perspective, I remember using the old broadcast box at Harold Park Trots and did my practising calling there. And you could just see the swoop was coming well before you could in the TV replays. Yeah, back straight calling can be quite an advantage. Absolutely. Um, guys, uh, we're just about to wrap it up. Just a question for Hurls. Um, i got a tweet, Hurls, a listener just asking, when you're reading out the scratchings and describing them as 2 by 2 3 by 2 uh, mm-hmm. They just wanted to know, is that in regards to the deductions or what exactly is that? Yeah, sorry, it's a, 
probably just a default position that I'll go to. But yeah, they, that's exactly what they are, what the deductions are. So you take a haircut if you've had a bit on one of the other horses. Hopefully not too, uh, not too much, but yep, that's exactly what it is. Why don't we do a special promotion one day? No deductions. Sure. No deduction Saturday. Not Timmy, a charity. You're listening, buddy. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> having New Zealand did it for three months once. It's the best there you thing go. Ever. There you go. Good yeah, income. Mm. Yeah, they did it for three months. No, no deductions or something. I think it was outstanding. Yeah, don't have um, bean counters that like that. <laughs> no, indeed, uh, boys. Uh, thanks for the uh, the show behind the gates for another week, Davo. You got a best for us around the country. Oh, the best around the country. Oh, gee, there's a few around the around the places. Um, I'll, I'll just go with Ozopinko, the one that will come to my head just at Kimbler today. But um, I'll leave you with my I'll leave you with my latest animal update. No snakes this week. A little little mouse in the house, so we had that. But uh, going fishing tomorrow, so that'll be the animal update next week, folks. Keep us uh, updated on what you see, mate. Have a great day. We'll hear you on Sky Racing One. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Darren Flindell, your best. Well, for today? Well, I think Touristica win the first. I think Zuatica in the highway is a JLW. Meaning? Jump, lead, lead. win. win. <laughs> Love it. So Zuatica, JLW. Short shorts in this depleted field. The way he tried at Warwick Farm a fortnight ago, he's ready to go. So race four, number one. But uh, Osipenko in the gong, yes. Dragonstone in the Warra. And then, bang, all into head wall, race nine, number five. That's the best. Love it, Darren. Absolute uh, fill-up today. Oh, mate, I'm loving your confidence. Our listeners are loving you too. Uh, Darren should go on holidays more often. He's come back tearing. He's fired up. Great to see listeners on the text line uh, chiming in there. So you are uh, up and about. You're a good, fresh performer. I, First yeah, up record. Yeah, history shows I'm very good fresh. Then <laughs> second plenty up of practice. after the break. No. <laughs> second up syndrome. Mm, go shin sore. Oh, exactly. Mate, good calling today. Yes, looking forward. I think uh, our mate Mark Levy uh, is getting a lift down with Chris Roots. And they've got wow. Josh, Josh Morris uh, in the crew. Josh is a part of their commentary team now on 2GB. Apparently it's his wedding anniversary today and he's brushed it, Josh to come and join Levy's table here at the races. Outstanding. <laughs> I love it. Well done, Josh. I love that. And Levy, enjoy it uh, today, mate. Uh, I love uh, love to hear that uh, everyone's getting out to the races and enjoying it. Andrew Hurley, thanks for the fun this morning, mate. Uh, you have a good day as well. Yeah, we will do. Just before I go, um, Nicholas Cunyak. It's his birthday today. Nicholas, obviously, there and did a sensational job. So happy birthday, big fella. Oh, fantastic, mate. I, I wasn't aware. Actually, I was reminded by that on text, and I forgot about you, Nico. Mate, have you got a birthday jingle to play for yourself? Get it up. Uh, we'll, we'll leave the uh, we'll leave get behind the, the gates with that. Get we'll the leave Marilyn Monroe one. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. Uh, by the way, um, shout out to Ron Duffersey as well. Uh, he's been a little bit unwell this week, so uh, that's why he hasn't been on the air, but I hope the Duff... Um, Bounces back. He's best today. Race three, number three. His tip's in the last because I left those off earlier. Uh, upset you, Martin, on the text line. Sorry, brother. Uh, here they are, 11, 12, 5 and 2, mate. Hope you have a, a fantastic day, Martin, and back a winner or two. Uh, left those off, but it'll be a good day of racing, Darren. And fortunately, it stopped raining. I can see the car starting to pile up as well, trying to get in through the gate. All oh, your man security there. <laughs> I'm glad you made it in, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, yes, that's behind the here. gates for another week. Have a good day, everyone.